Hello everyone, welcome back to the One Talk podcast here with your host Ryan and we've got another episode today. I am so excited and keen for this one. I admire this man a lot. I've got a lot of respect for him and what he does. He's the most authentic person that I know and he embodies self-love. So I want to welcome Will Stonehouse. Thank you and I really appreciate that. That was a really mm. yeah, heartwarming speech. So thank yeah. you, appreciate that. Now I say that with true intentions because I remember the first ever time I met you I am reached out to you on Instagram. I was like, man, I want to come meet you for breakfast. And mm. you're like, okay, cool. This is where we're meeting at this time. I was like, I'll see you then. And then met you. Yeah, we had breakfast. We just had a deep conversation straight away. And after, you're like, do you want to come juggle with me? I'll teach you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, wicked. And you took me this under some bridge and we stayed there for like an hour just juggling. Yeah, that was now, sick. I was like, this man's got the biggest heart. Like yeah. anyone who wants to reach out and just do that. Like you just, yeah, man, you just welcome people with big arms and a big hug. Thank you. No, I really yeah. appreciate that, man. And um, yeah, that means a lot. So. Um, yeah, it's always exciting meeting new people that are like-minded and, yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, um, to help our guests, just a bit of a background about Will and Live Life Elevated, would you like just to give us a bit of a rundown of maybe your past, some things you've overcome, and then we'll bring it up into the present and all the amazing work you're doing now. Yeah, amazing. So where do you want me to start from? Maybe um, like my first maybe big event in life potentially that was sort of maybe got me onto this journey. Um, yeah. So that would be, um, so the first thing, uh, back in high school, I sort of, um, everything was going well. I was confident. I was happy kid. You know, I was, I was, I was into bodybuilding, all this sort of stuff. And, um, life was good. And I started experimenting a little bit with drugs and stuff like that in school and started mm. smoking a bit of weed and, and whatnot. And, um, this was the first major event for me. I sort of, it was the second or third time, I think it was the second second or, th or third time roughly that I smoked weed, I, I greened out really badly mm. and sure enough, people always go, oh, you know, weed's not that bad a drug, it's no big deal um, and to me, it's the thing that caused the most um, negative issues in my life came mm. from smoking a bit of weed, greened out yeah. and it changed my life um, dramatically and not for the good. Like I started suffering um, heavy panic disorder, mm. um, bad anxiety. You know, I literally, uh, there was times I couldn't even eat my dinner. I'd get halfway through and just start spewing. I was just a fucking nervous wreck. And it was, um, yeah, literally changed my life like that. I started losing all the weight and, and I was just, just just scared of, of, of everything basically. And, How often um, were you smoking? Um, not much. Like literally I smoked... Like I said, it was the second or third time. I'm pretty sure it was the third time I'd smoked and something like that. And that was it. I didn't smoke again for ages because it just fucked me up like that. That's all it took was just one bad experience greening yeah. out. And then I was just literally... It was like a trigger. It triggered something. Mm. Yes, exactly right. Mm. It's like there's something waiting in there and that yeah. came in and just fucked me up um, like that. So that was, yeah, hectic. And then I sort of... Um, like I said, I was just terrified at school of everything and then eventually started going down the path of, you know, came out of school, started dabbling around with a bit more drugs, hanging around the wrong people. Drugs were always around and I, and I always was against it and I was like, why are they doing this? This is bad. You know, maybe I was judging. Maybe I needed to experience that myself yeah. because I was going, why are they doing this? Why do they have the need to get on pills and this and that? I don't understand. And all of a sudden it's like maybe the universe was like, okay, you don't understand here. Now you can understand, you can learn this journey. You know, maybe that's yeah. what happened. 
And sure enough, it was then I started going down that path and seeing what all the fuss was about. And I loved it at the time because I thought I was having fun. I was lured into this, you know, this party scene or the, the drugs and that, thinking yeah. it was cool. And um, sure enough, at first, it's not doing a lot of damage mm. and you're getting a lot of uh, pleasure out of it, not much pain. And then sure enough, it sort of just starts. Yeah, starts going the starts heading down the other way. Yeah. So so that anxiety was getting worse and stuff, and um, I was masking it for a little bit, and then it sort of went on to, um, started going to the doctors. I got put on antidepressants. I got put on to Valium too, because like I had such bad anxiety and that. And as soon as I took, that was another big turning point in my life as well. I got onto the Valium and as soon as the first time I had my Valium, like mm. I was like, that's what I've been missing in my life. That's the missing part that yeah. made me feel normal. I could do, I could just go about life and do everything. Mm. Um, it just made me feel like I was back to school before I, um, before that green out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I was just like, Oh cool. I can just go do anything now. I'm not mm. worried. I'm not stressed. And I'd carry them around in my wallet all the time. Cause yeah. I'm like, if anything goes wrong, I've got that, you know, I've got, that's like my, go-to emergency so I could never scared of yeah. stuff then I was just like cool let's take a Valium if I'm in a shit situation mm. and um yeah but the first time I ever took Valiums I had uh two 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 mil they only two milligram ones had two of them and it was like cool I feel great I feel normal and I was mm. like more's better yeah and then I ended up having like 14 like straight after and I was just on the shower floor just busted like yeah. just laying there just useless and I was like you know that was just my personality type still to this day yeah is all or nothing with with everything yeah. and um and I guess that's probably what we can base the podcast around is is addiction and like we said on the last podcast it's not overcoming addiction but rewiring addiction yeah 100% Use, yeah yeah using it for good because like if you've got that side of you it needs to be replaced with yeah. something that's going to to help. That's where my juggling and exercises come in, mm. like more than anything, because it's like, okay, I need to get high, I need to get rid of this feeling, or I want to feel good again. I'll use that addictive side of mine to mm. to do good. It's like addiction's like a car, and you just got to decide where you're driving to. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, mm. exactly right. And there's yeah, there's a very destructive path, and then yeah. there's there's a path that's going to take you places that you want to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like oh. yeah, and I, I went the wrong way yeah. for so many years, about seven years, I think. Yeah, well, seven years. Yeah, yeah. I think it was about seven <coughs> years of just doing that sort of behavior. So yeah, I can relate that a lot, and I think a lot of our listeners here too can as well. Because when you said before, like weed isn't addictive, I know firsthand fucking addictive yeah yeah, <laughs> like yeah myself yep. i um when i got on the drugs like i started with weed and i smoked weed and i was like i don't understand why other people do all these other like more intense drugs like ice and stuff like that yep. i always told myself like i just smoke weed i won't do all that other stuff it's a bit it's a bit full-on then i found myself going to school high and ice and i was like how the mm. fuck did i get from that to here mm. it was like obviously something happened in the middle but it was like you said before like more is better yeah, and you start getting to the point where you need more and more and more. Yes, like with my weed, especially with my weed addiction, that was probably my main addiction. All the other drugs that did was just a benefit. Yeah, but with weed, it got to the point where I had a job at a um, at a, I wasn't in the restaurant, but I was at a restaurant, worked there for two years. The one day I went there sober, my boss complained that I was high. <laughs> yeah, she she complained. Yeah, my mate, if you listen to this, you know, because yeah. he was my head chef at the time. Because you yeah. weren't functioning properly? No, I yeah. wasn't functioning properly. Yeah, she thought wow. I was high the one day I went yeah, sober. Yeah, fuck. Because <laughs> I, I had that job. I used to wake up. I used to um, 
wake and bake, and then go home on my yeah. lunch break, <laughs> sesh again, then go back to work, and then go home and sesh. And it was just like that for two years straight. Wow. And it wow. was just like, we, which is like, if I never had it, I got anxiety. Mm. If I had it, I had social anxiety. So I was like, which anxiety do you want? And for some reason, I overshowed to smoke the wigs. I thought it made me feel better, mm. but it never did. It made me feel depressed. It gave me anger issues, and it yep. led all these things. I just kept building up, which then put me on other drugs. So yes. I like how you touched on that subject because I relate with that. I know the listeners would fucking relate to that as well. Mm. Yeah, mm. it's definitely, yeah, every, everyone's got their own um, thing that they're going to get addicted to more. Like the, there's ice, you know, there's heroin. They work on two totally different things. Mm. You've got like, for me, painkillers, um, like uh, oxycodone. So ice, like, yeah, I was, I was always a stim junkie, always <laughs> loved stimulants, but I always knew how bad ice was and I don't think I had it in me to get addicted. I used it a couple of yeah. times. Um, and, yeah, very intense drug. Don't recommend it to anyone. <laughs> no, no way. I only did, I only did it twice. Yeah. Like, the first time I did it, I could tell how addicting it was yes. like, from the first time. And I yeah. was like, there's not a road I want to enter. Yeah, it's, it's a yuck when you come off it big time. And, um. Yeah, I just realized, yeah, like, like I was saying, there's, yeah, like there's oxycodon high, and then there's like ice, and then, and generally one person or the other is going to have one that they're missing in their life that will make them get addicted. So some people will get on the ice, and they, and they'll just fall for it. They'll sell their soul straight away. Yeah. Whereas, like I said, for like heroin or oxycodon, for me was like I felt complete. Straight, well, the Valium as well too, but like more the more the oxycodone was the yeah. thing that would have taken my soul mm. if I had enough supply of that. And someone said I can give you this all the time, I would have been fucked. Yeah, like mm. I, anytime I'd get it, I was heavily addicted to it, and I was like, I just want this all the time. Like there's no control, no control mm. on it. I just wanted that drug. I was like, this feels amazing, and I guess that's what like juggling gives me now. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh my god, like this is yeah. like they're working on different things in the brain, but um, but yeah, this other things I do in my life that are giving me that, that hit. Yeah. And it's like just finding what, what feeling you want and finding how to achieve it mm. naturally is how, cause it can all be done. You yeah. know what I mean? It's all a drugs coming into the body and it's working on something that's within us mm. straight away. Yeah. It's like that weed comes in, you know, like the endocannabinoids and all that, like ice mm. baths, breath work, they're working on that, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like uh, Ritalin works on norepinephrine, Dopamine, ice bath works on norepinephrine, dopamine. That's why I got so addicted to ice baths when I started doing them because I was yeah. like, oh, my God, I feel like I'm on Ritalin and yeah. I'm buzzing. And I was like, holy shit, this is freaking amazing. And I feel good the next day. Mm. I don't feel shit the next day. So it's yeah. like it compounds effects in the right direction. Yeah, it's like a different source for the same feeling. Like yes. the gym, it gives you that confidence. Like yes. the same way maybe like um, MDMA gives you confidence. Yep. Like the exact same feeling. It is, yeah. And it's the, the difference is I was actually talking to one of the guys um, – I think at the gym today about this and it's like the, the, the difference between the, the two is like one's instant gratification. It's like the, the drugs is instant gratification. So it's like you can take that now and you're going to feel good for a few hours and then you've got delayed pain. Yeah. Whereas what we need to seek as humans is delayed gratification, which brings positive compound effect down mm. the line. So it's like I can go to gym today. I'll do an ice bath. I'll go to the gym and I'll juggle it's like I work for that. Yeah. It's delayed. I might work half an hour into my juggling. Then I start feeling incredible because I'm releasing so much dopamine. Yeah. And it's like I had to work for that mm. and I love it and I feel good. But now that, that effect compounds positively. It's like you're getting 
you know, you're improving, creating new neural connections in your brain. You're doing all sorts of amazing things instead of destruction, destructive behavior down yeah. the other way. So, especially like dopamine, dopamine in these this day and age is so easy to access. And mm. People do want that instant feeling, like whether it's drugs, whether it's social media, whether it's yes. sex. Like, there's always that thing that people want right away. Like mm-hmm. to try and explain to someone, like if I'll just I'll speak to myself. Like if I try to explain to 15 year old Ryan, like. Stop smoking drugs, stop doing drugs and just yep. do breath work, meditation, journaling, affirmation, like do all these things. Yes. And trust me, and give it about two months or a month or even that, it'll yep. compound, you'll feel good. Yes. I would look at my older self and be like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you wouldn't listen. Like, no way. Yeah, you have to learn it, the hard way Some sometimes, unfortunately. We yeah. shouldn't have to, but mm. sometimes, like you said. Um, it's hard to get that conscious like um, thinking. So- I guess my um, explanation of that is coming to a question of like, when was the moment for you when you became conscious of what you were going through with the addiction? It's, it, there, was no, there was no real heavy turning point, right? So I spoke to this and for some people, unfortunately, like I said, some people unfortunately do learn the hard way. And it's like, say you have a big accident and you're nearly dead. or And don't get me wrong, I've been to hospital, I think, I did go to hospital once, definitely, um, but there was other times where I probably should have gone for overdosing yeah. um, on painkillers. Um, but that didn't stop me at the time. I think I just became smarter but not smarter about how I did it because it's not really smarter by doing it still, but it was like I found another way to do it mm. and not not destroy myself inside. But anyway, it was, it was more just – I started doing this work with a, a really good friend of mine. Uh, there was energy, <coughs> energy healing and stuff like that. And she started just like clearing out all this crap that was, you know, within my energy fields. And um, eventually my consciousness just started raising. I started becoming more aware. So I was actually seeing what the drugs were. I was actually seeing it for what it was, mm. which is a blessing. But yeah. at the time it's like um, – it's becoming more sensitive to everything and I'm a very sensitive person now. Like everything, every person I hang around, every food I eat, everything mm. I do, I get I get a lot of feedback yeah. if it's good or if it's bad <laughs> very quickly. So um, like I can hang around someone and if my energy goes up, I'm like, they're good for me. Yeah. If I leave and I'm like, oh, yeah, they said something that I wouldn't say to myself. Mm. I don't want that person in my life. And I'll just cut them like that, you yeah. know, and it's like it's, a, it's our level of self-love. Like the higher higher that is, the less shit you'll take from from yeah, people. Very conscious within that area because obviously that is a compound effect within itself because it compounds your subconscious to condition itself a certain way. Mm. Depending on the environment you're around, you're probably conditioned to be around, not to be around. You condition yourself to become that environment yep. or you condition yourself through the language that gets spoken through other people. Your brain will obviously then take that on as information and then you'll get conditioned that way. So it's good to be aware and conscious of what you actually are consuming not just with environments, not just with people, but food, like you said as well. Mm. Like nutrition is fucking huge. Like it's huge. our second stomach. Like you yes. got to treat it as such. Yeah, hundred percent. And um, yeah, food, foods, foods a big one, man. Like it really is, and and it's it's a blessing and a curse. More of a blessing, but it's like you know I can't eat all the shit food anymore. Often anyway, without mm. feeling big big effects. But yeah, like I was saying with the drugs, I started seeing. Um, I'd take a drug and instead of it being 80, 90% fun and then the next day you'd be a little bit shit, a little bit tired, whatever, a little bit scattered, yeah. no big deal, you get over it, you recover. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it started becoming 20%, 30% fun and yeah. I was like, oh, wow, there's a lot of pain here. Yeah. I was like, I feel like shit for days and I had, you know, I went out and 
I felt good. I was high for a few hours, felt really good, but now I feel like shit for days. And yeah. it started getting worse. And um, I literally started seeing the drugs in a whole nother light. And it blew my mind. I remember taking a really strong benzodiapine called um, uh, lorazepam. I used to use quite a lot. And um, <laughs> me and a mate used to call them um, L-bombs because they used to just fucking knock you for six, man. they just yeah. shut your mind off. And, yeah, like it felt – I thought it felt cool at the time. Mm-hmm. And then once I started becoming conscious, it was like the last time I ever took one – I didn't even have a heavy dose of it. And I took it and I felt my mind just shut off and I felt no control within my body and I felt so disconnected and I went, holy shit. Yeah, well. I was like, I'm never taking that again. I was literally just felt like a, like, um, like just fucked. It yeah. was just like, oh my God, I'm, there's no control here. Like what is going on in my body? Mm. And I saw it for that. Whereas that's as the work went on, you know what I mean? That, yeah. that, that, that didn't happen overnight. That was like months, months of doing stuff and it started getting worse. So it's like a compound effect to what made you quit yes. the drugs too. Like it wasn't, because I relate to that heaps because people always ask me when I speak my story, like what was the one moment that made you quit drugs? Mm. Like there isn't a moment. It was just yes. a compound of like a six to 12 month period. Yes. Where in my mind I was like, maybe I shouldn't do this. The next week, maybe you should try and quit. The next week, how do we quit? And it was just like a constant questioning within myself. And, ten, and then once... I had all that awareness within me. That's when I started taking action to actually yes. try. You know, like when myself, I started the schoolies, like schoolies, I barely fucking slept. Yeah. like 10 pills a day yep. for seven days straight. <laughs> I got home and I was just like, fucked. I had to go to work the next day. Yeah, wow. Got to work and I was like, I'm so depressed and full of anxiety. I was yep. just like, this is not good. And that's when the compound effects started to happen. Mm. Like you need to, like you need to start thinking straight. Like I was thinking like that before schoolies. School these happened. I was like, all right, I need to start doing action now. Like, you can always think about stuff. Yeah. But manifestation doesn't come unless you're active as well. Yes, of course. I was course. like, I need to put the plan into place. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, it's good that you can say that, man, because, like, I think if you're able to just stop one day, that would be, that's a lot of willpower. Yeah, that is. Yeah. I was tapering off and cutting stuff out and mm-hmm. replacing it and weaning off things and cutting my dose down and all that sort of stuff and like don't get me wrong i never used drugs like extremely hard often but i used them consistently yeah i'd use them every day you know what i mean like there might be maybe one day i might have had one valium maybe the next day i had four five maybe one day i had six or seven but it was never like every day blasting it to the shit house it was like just using little bits here and there, but then maybe I'd have a break from that and use another drug, yeah. you know, to give the like the receptors a break because it's you like, oh, I've been smashing you with this. Yeah, I still want to be able to get high, and I know I'm not going to be able to sustain that. Mm. I'm going to use this drug now, and then just just changing it up. Yeah, like uh, when it comes to quitting drugs in general, like for me, I couldn't quit them all at once. So mm. the first thing I quit was weed. Yep. That was my main addiction. But I was like, if I can quit weed and still do pills and like um like prescription pills and illegal pills, whatever they are. Either or, I could at least rely on them to make me get through time while I'm quitting the weed. And when I quit the weed, I got to a point where I was like, all right, now I need to try and get off the pills. And then the mm-hmm. pills end up happening like eight months later. Yeah, but yeah. Like, obviously, that was a transition within itself. Like, I didn't wake up one day like, I've quit everything, I'm done. Yes. You know, I'm going to the gym tomorrow. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like that. Yeah, bro, it was like 100%. A long process. Did you, I want to ask you, did you feel like when you got off drugs and stuff, did you feel like there was a build-up of emotions that was never dealt with, which then arise once you became sober? There, there, there definitely is, but mm. they've only come out as I've been willing to face them. Yeah, you know, I thought I dealt with everything, like mm. or a lot of it, 
And there was like in the shower, maybe, maybe six months ago, I was like, you know, because I'm such a new person to who I was. It was like I was in the shower one day, and I was like, it just hit me like, and I forgot who I where I came from, and I was like, mm. why the fuck would anyone on this planet? want to hurt their own body like why would anyone want to do any sort of destructive behavior like this is our vessel Mm. like this is our car we drive from the second we're born till the second we die yeah why would anyone want to do anything i started Mm. bawling my eyes out i was like dude you fucked yourself up yeah for years years and you just kept doing it and i had all the visions of like lots of pills going into my mouth and constantly and i was like holy Mm. crap like i did that you know what i mean i just started bawling because i was like wow like I'm so grateful I haven't, but I was like, you know, please forgive me. Sorry for what I did to you. Like speaking yeah. to myself. Cause I was like, holy shit. Like I just forgot for a moment that I'd come from that. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So that, that was a big release of emotions, but yeah, they still come out here and there and there might be times like, um, yeah, it's just when you're willing to face it, you know, a lot of people suppress emotions and it's important to release. You've got to release, man. Especially crying. Like there's so much stigma in men crying. And I think it's so important to mm. actually, release that feels you, great it does you're gonna get yeah. so much tension off your shoulders you think a lot more rational too yes once you cry i love like, a good cry amazing. man it yeah. feels it feels yeah it just feels incredible to just release that after a cry you're just like sweet i've just cleared yeah. some stuff out you're like you know let's yeah. go on to the next thing <laughs> yeah bro yeah it's a great <laughs> feeling and they need to teach that in schools it's oh, important 100 mindfulness mental health mm. mindset like that whole thing stigmas as well break stigmas around yeah. crying because i remember in school like if you're a bloke like you can't be crying around your mates like, no fuck. way yeah yeah it's um yeah it's it's bizarre that 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 we're conditioned to think yeah don't cry and now it's like if you cry like that that shows a true man to me yeah if you can say i can express my emotions and open up and let it out man it takes courage so it's good yeah yeah it it does man it's good it's true strength so yeah yeah. vulnerability is true strength yeah it is vulnerability is a true strength yeah you open up then you can actually help people from that perspective too like you help yourself obviously through release and tension for your emotions, but then you're also helping other people too, just by being real. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Yeah. So but. transitioning from, because obviously we said before we got to rewire or redirect. Yep. Um, addiction. addiction. Yep. Yeah. So where was the first stepping stone for you in terms of that? Good question. So uh, my partner at the time, Nikki, um, she came home one day. I was, I was just being useless. You know, I was just drinking every day and taking the drugs and not working and, just not doing anything. And I remember she came home and she had a, I think it was like a free month gym membership. And I'd mm. come from gym. Like gym was always an important part of my life. And I then just wasn't doing it at this stage. And she came home and she um, brought me a, uh, the gym membership. And I started going and it was about two, three days in, I was still coming home and sink and piss straight after. And my mentality is like, um, okay, I'm busting my balls at the gym, trying to grow muscle and get fit now that doesn't align with being a pisshead. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. was just the type of person, that's where I had the willpower. I was like, see you later. Cut the alcohol just like that. Mm. I didn't cut the drugs. I just got, okay, okay I'm going to replace alcohol with Valium because then I can still, it's a muscle relaxant. I can just go to gym, have them after. I'm not having all this extra shit in my yeah. body. It works sort of like alcohol anyway. It just relaxes you. So then I was going to gym and then taking the Valiums and obviously probably in a bit better way. Um, and I was being sensible with my Valiums for a while. Um, I remember going to a doctor and she was only giving me a certain amount. I had to go in every few days. So I had to use them responsibly, which is good of her. Yeah. Um, so I was only using a little bit there and going to gym, which was helping me. But sure enough, that 
mentality of mine with the addictive side was like, okay, started doing gym for a while and then that led down to, okay, now I want to get big, I want to get strong, I'm putting in the work, yeah. what can I use? And it was like, okay, I started playing around with peptides. Yeah. And then sure enough, it was after I broke up with Nikki, I then started going down probably the most destructive path yet was, oh, actually, I don't know if it was, might have been, it was a few points. Mm. Um, but it was like, then I started getting on steroids um, and then started using heaps of drugs on top of that. You know what mm. I mean? It's just it's like whirlwinds. Yeah. It's just like. Full circle. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you're using that and you're meant to be at the gym for, for health and fitness, for, you know, give yourself a good, clear mind, healthy, healthy physique, stuff like that. But it was like, now I'm just eating whatever I want and using steroids because yeah. I know the body's just going to grow. Yeah. And I was just sort of abusing that. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so that went on for about a year straight. I literally didn't even come off. Like I, yeah, well. I dropped the dose down, but I stayed on it for, yeah, for pretty much a year straight. Mm-hmm. And I was a different person. Yeah. I mean, you think you're just the top shit yeah, a lot like of the time. Yeah, ego. Yeah, man, it's... it's I like don't I, recommend that shit either. <laughs> like I didn't play around with steroids, but I remember like when I got off drugs, I saw to the gym, I was like 65 kilos. Yeah. And then after a few years, I shot up to 120. Oh, wow. I was just like, I wasn't like, I wasn't shredded 120, but yep. like I was swole. Yeah. Like I had this alpha fucking ego about me, like walking around the gym with my chest out and it wasn't, it wasn't healthy to be like that mentally. Yes. And then I um, injured my shoulder, thankfully, because it sat me down mm. to like <laughs> rethink what I'm doing at the gym. Yep. And what's my purpose of being there? And one thing that I'm happy about that you talked about too, because when it comes to habits, like dropping one habit, it's so hard just to give up a habit and be like, I'm done with it. Yeah. So like having one habit, but adding a good habit on top of that. Yeah. So you're like, if I'm going to drink and then go to the gym, you know, I'm adding the good habit to the bad habit. Then the good habit actually ends up outweighing the bad habit. Yeah, and you for give sure. That up. So yep. Yeah, that was a really good. Definitely, yeah. man. And 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 yeah, that, that just helped me cut that out. Because mm. I was like, I want to maximize my results here. Yeah. I want the full experience. I find that's how I am with everything. Like the all or nothing is I want to experience things mm. as much as I can in this life. So it's like, okay, that's for good and bad. And I was saying this to someone the other day talking about it. I think, um, pretty sure I was, unless it was myself, I oh, fuck knows. But it was like, you know, like with drugs, it's like, okay, I want the full experience. I want to know what this is like, the good and the bad, mm. you know, and then, with gym, it's like, okay, let's take this to that level. Yeah. And same with love, it's the same thing. I want that full experience. So I open mm. myself up and you get hurt, but yeah. it's like I want to open my heart so I can feel everything, you know what I mean? I and, and that's started happening lately. It's like I really want to open my heart to feel that, but I can get hurt way more, mm. but it's like it feels it feels good. And same with the juggling, it was just like, okay, I want to experience this. Yeah. Like, you know, how cool can this be? Like, how good can it be? Where are the challenges? Oh, yeah. it's big challenges. And it's like, yeah, learn a lot about yourself through it. And um, when you go into things, do you think you have like subconsciously or consciously, it's like you want to get the most value out of everything you do? Absolutely. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah. With, with absolutely everything. And you'll see me if I try something new, I might dabble in it a few times and go, oh, this isn't going to fit into my schedule because. You know, I might be able to do it once or twice a week, but it's not going to fit in my schedule because I can't do it flat out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you know what I mean? It's like I started doing dancing classes for like three or four weeks in a row and I was doing one a, one a week. And it was cool to learn a little bit, but I was like, 
this is cool, but mm. I just don't know if I've got room because if I do this and really commit, I want to get, I want to get great. Yeah, be the best. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I really want to experience it, and it was cool, and it drew me. But I was like, nah, juggling's too too high a priority for mm. me to to make room. So, yeah. so when the juggling first, like, well, I want to know when was the first time you saw someone juggle and you thought I want to do that. <laughs> so there's a guy, um, his name's Connor, and I saw him on. Instagram mm. and he he was um his had this page all these juggling stuff and he, he was doing some really cool stuff and I was like whole, my mind was just blown I was like mm. dude that is the coolest shit I've ever seen in my <laughs> life man and I was like I was just I just had this vision I was like I want to be able to do that in front of people because <laughs> yeah. I could just imagine the reactions like oh dude that was fucking crazy yeah and ever since then it just lit a fire in my belly man mm. like i tell people i'm not even exaggerating like it's my soulmate yeah as a sport that's sick like every day i've never had so much gratitude towards something i'll just stop and be like i fucking love this like yeah. just like you know there's days where it's hard there's challenges yeah. and it's like tests you Tessia, in a lot yeah. of ways man because you're trying to manipulate several objects it's a lot um so many mental benefits too like obviously <laughs> hand-to-eye coordination but you probably learn a lot of patience within that so too. much patience how to yeah. control your emotions yeah. like put a video with me the other day um nearly like i was somewhat losing it but nearly losing it too um if you'd gone back maybe two weeks before that three weeks i would have thrown the shit you know what i mean i think i had videos of me throwing them but it was like this time i went to throw it and stopped i was like holy crap i just stopped myself yeah you know so like i've learned yeah i've learned to control my temper i still felt the emotion because you're Mm. not going to stop that coming up it's like it's coming up, but it's like how are you dealing with that? Are you going to mm. respond to it and go, okay, let's breathe, let's relax, or are you going to react to it and yeah. just lose it? That's it. It's not negative to feel anger or frustration. No. Like, it's not a bad thing. No. It depends what you do with that energy. Mm. Mm. A- anger anger uh, is great because it gives us the motivation to do something differently, whereas depression, you have no motivation to change anything because you just feel like shit. Yeah. Whereas the anger like lights a fire in you. It's like okay, that didn't work. I got really frustrated. I don't want that to happen again. How can I change that? That makes so much sense because mm. when I was depressed, when I got off the drugs, like, all I was thinking of was like, I'll just wake up, just sit around, not do anything. No motivation, no man, motivation. to do anything. And then once I started feeling anger come in my life, I was like, fuck this shit. I'm fucking over That's this. giving me shivers, And then that man. gave yeah. me fucking like, it yes. gave me energy to do something. Yes, exactly right. One's going to just hold you there and you're just going to complain and do nothing. Yeah. The other one lights a fire and you makes you do something else. Yeah. It's like if you're a big overweight person and you're like, you look in the mirror one day and you're depressed, you're not going to do anything. Mm. And then all of a sudden you're just like, fuck like look at me like i want to change that i want to i want to be something and that that lights you up and you're like let's go do something about it yeah let's go to the gym because now i'm fired up yeah 100 percent. so that's a, it's a, it's not an emotion to run away from it's not a bad thing mm. it's just use it correctly 100 percent. and so. like um i know like people in relationships can be scared of their partner getting angry mm. but you gotta let their partner you gotta let your partner release that as well obviously yes. not onto you or yes. anything like that but yes. like let them go do their thing to release that like don't be like don't get angry you can't do that it's bad let them do it, but just let them go do it in their own space and time in their safe space where they can release that. Absolutely, man. It needs to be released. Otherwise, you will lose it at something that's not good. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like a bully. Someone who's been bullied their whole life never releases that. Then one day they'll probably just go kill someone. Yeah. It's like 10 years of being bullied. Then they just freaking, it's like a bottle. It's just been yeah. filled and it just explodes. Mm. Just keep shaking and shaking. And yes, burst. it will. Unless yeah. they're releasing that. 
and that's that's why it's so important to feel that emotion. And yeah, don't see it as a bad one. It's really good, man. It's a really good topic. I think that's why I get fucking so much injuries at the gym. Yeah, because I'm always channeling my anger into the gym to yeah, work yeah, out. Yeah, right, no. yeah. I think I just had like a trigger in my mind. It's like, right, maybe I need to find more yeah. alternatives as well. But yeah, no, that's cool, man. Yeah, that's we really learn from topic. it. Yeah, you live and you learn. Yeah, for sure. It's to be your life. So, um, <clears throat> because I know we've. <clears throat> Sorry, guys, I got a bloody cough going on. Well, live life elevated. Um, what was the build up to that? So, like, when was the first time you got into? Actually, I'll, I'll ask the ice bath one next. When was the first time you did breath work? Yep. So it's actually it'd be very close to this day, almost two years ago. And what I was reckon. your mindset before doing breath work, and then what was your mm. feeling after it? Because I know for myself before I was like breath work, like that's not for me. Mm. Now I did it and I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. So I heard from a couple people the name Wim Hof come up mm. and someone's, you know, someone says it and if you don't v- like value that person enough there, it's like you probably won't listen to them. Mm. But if someone like you look up to says it, you like listen to them. Mm. Someone said it to me, I was like, oh, cool, cool. And then I think someone else might have said it. Then someone else said it come from a trusted source, someone that I knew was pretty onto it with stuff. Mm. And I was like, oh, it's come from them. I literally pulled my phone out and just typed it in straight away. I was like, all right, let's do this. Mm. And I just typed it in. I was like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm in for. YouTube, Wim Hof breathing. Cool, turn it on, lay down, just started breathing, like literally within like a minute. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) It was like, there's no, like, I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, I was like, like, let's do this now. And I had no idea, didn't look into it. I had a full belly at the time. And you don't do it with a full belly. No. So straight away I've learned from uh, from lessons. Like I learned a lot of what not to do. Yeah. And I, yeah, so straight away just started doing it. And then I don't think I felt, because I had the full belly, didn't feel that good. But then I think I did it the next day and felt incredible. And yeah. I was like, why is everyone in the world not doing this? Yeah. Straight away. And then I did my first ice bath, not for a while after that. Six, seven months maybe, um, to be exact. And... Same thing, hopped out of my first freezing cold ice bath and was like, holy shit, mm. everyone needs to feel this. That yeah. lit me up in a big way, man. Like that's mm. where my journey on this sort of stuff really started after my first cold ice bath. Yeah, well. I was like, everyone needs to feel this. So I made mm. it part of my mission to to show as many people as I can. And um, and same thing, um, a quick, I'll just go a little bit off top, not off topic, but a little bit off Um same thing that uh, all or nothing personality kicked in that day. And it was like, okay, feel great after an ice bath. And I felt incredible. And I was like, I felt like I was on drugs and I was like, more is more equal more. So I hopped back in and did like 21 minutes. It was a bit warmer. Yeah, this is, I did like four minutes at four degrees, really cold, Mm. hopped out. I was warmed up, but body temperature sort of been pretty cold, I guess. Yeah. Waited. It was about 40 minutes and I hopped back in at seven degrees because I measured mm. it, seven, seven and a half. And I sat there for 21 minutes and hopped out. And I didn't I didn't understand hypothermia and and forcing it and all this shit. Yeah. And I learned a lot about myself that day. It scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I hopped out and about a minute later, because you get a thing called the after drop where the um, temperature, like you feel cold afterwards. You hop out yeah. of an ice bath and you generally feel warm. Yeah, your stinging body, yeah, you're warm. stinging yeah. your body's warm. Then like four or five minutes later, you're like, oh, fuck, mm. it's getting cold. Yeah. And that hit me like a minute or two after. So yeah. I, was, I was in big trouble. And I was like, I started getting really dizzy and faint and ran upstairs. I was like, this isn't good. 
because I wanted that full experience. Like, how high can this thing get me? <laughs> you know what I mean? All in. <laughs> yeah, all in, man. And fuck me, you don't do that. No. Do fuck. not do that, especially when you're first learning it. And um, I ran up, hopped in the hot shower, so it ran out of hot water at the time, which took like 15 minutes. Mm. Um of like boiling hot and I was like my skin was discolored I was all over the place yeah, wow. so I was freaking out and then I laid in bed and this was in November last year and what did um, you have to do to get No, water? not last year the year before sorry and then I was, I was laying there with a jumper on I yeah. think under the covers so it was summer or pretty much summer and I was just shivering for like 30 40 minutes straight freaking out yeah well so um but when you're shivering it's still good because it's like the body's Warming yeah, itself up. Still it's when you stop shivering, I think it's when you're really fucked. But yeah, well. I didn't want to – I just got on top of it as quick as I could. That's good. And I was scared. Like my partner at the time was like, don't do these by yourself because we know what you like. Mm. And I was like, yeah, no, I won't or whatever. I probably didn't even say that. I was like, yeah, I'll be right. And then <laughs> and then I – yeah, sure enough, I learned a pretty harsh lesson yeah. that day and a lot about myself, you know, mm. like respect that – and respected respect it ever it. since. Like yeah. a lot of respect for the ice bath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I got on the ice bath because like before I did it, I always thought it was for physical reasons. Like you obviously footy players and shit. And yeah, like, oh, yes. Yeah, it's probably just for recovery. Yeah. But when I did it, I concentrated on the mind and the breath and all mm. that. When I got out, I was like, fuck, I feel like I'm a fucking silverback gorilla beating mm, my bro. chest and shit. Yeah, like it's I nuts. Fell on top of the world. It is incredible mm. what it does. Yeah. Like the, especially your first first few really give you like a, like, like when I do them now, they just don't do what they used to do for me because yeah. I've done enough of them. Um, I'll still do a little bit here and there. Um, it just doesn't feel like it's doing what. Yeah, it's just it's it's hard to explain. It's just what's your duration you do now? Um, I'll hop in for maybe three to five minutes, six yeah, minutes, sort of cool. thing. But um, if anything, man, the one reason I never used to use an ice bath for recovery because mm. it's just a bonus. But like this last probably two or three, or maybe even four ice baths I've done, they've only been maybe once a week at the moment, yeah. you know, have been for recovery because mm. I'm like, okay, my body's aching a bit. I'm going to use it for that because it's not giving me – Yeah, it's weird, man. Like the breath work's more effective, but my juggling and exercise is where my focus is because that's yeah. what's energising me more than anything. So juggling, I can't even explain like the mm. the high oh, that yeah. gives me out of all of them. You know, ice baths mm. back in the day used to be the thing that would get me the highest and yeah. then like breath work and then exercise, whatever, and then – I think yeah. with the juggling too, it's endless. The amount of growth that comes with it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you've never finished. You can't finish yeah. juggling. It's just just unlimited and get creative and you can do um you know, uh choreographed acts and stuff like that. Uh partner juggling. Like it's just unicycle. Unicycle <laughs> man, roller bowler, like it's unlimited. It's freaking cool. And it's so easy mm. to do, like you just take it anywhere. And that's yeah. the my personality needs that. Mm. Something that's easily accessible all the time. Cause then it's like there's no resistance to doing it. Whereas that's when yeah. I've given stuff up in the past is because there's been too much resistance. It's like mountain biking when I used to do a lot of adrenaline sports and that. It's like, okay, I love it. It's so much fun. It's a great sport. Mm. But there's those tough days where you're like, okay, I have to chuck my bike in the car. I have to drive 20, 30 minutes, pull my bike out, yeah. go ride into the bush, ride down a hill, have an amazing time then ride back up mm. and do it again. And I'm like, I just don't feel like – yeah. That and then drive home, clean the bike. I'm like, that's a lot. Like, that's a lot to want to do regularly. Whereas juggling's like, roll out of bed, you're juggling balls that sitting there. Yeah. Open the bag and away you go. Yeah, because I was doing. I was reading the article about <clears throat> habits and whatnot. Actually, maybe it was a book. I think it was Atomic Habits. Atomic Habits. Yeah, yeah I yep, think it was yep. that book. So Great he, book. He did the um, explanation of like 
in terms of habits, like say your mountain bike ride, yep. you got to unpack and then pack into the car and things like that. Yep. Like you said, majority of people that go to the gym, but their gym is not on the route to work or from work. Yep. Majority of them will not go to the gym in the days they don't feel like it yes. because it's out the way. Even, yes. even if it's only five blocks out yep. of the way, yep. you won't go because it's out the way. It's more resistance, it's more man. Resistance, yeah. Yeah. So, and that's what I love about my gym is I don't have to wear shoes. I don't have to wear a shirt. Proper old school, eh? Old school, man. And that, that might not sound like much, but that saves me putting my socks on and my shoes. Like, that sounds probably petty. Mm. That gives me – like, I went to another gym this week, just did a little trial at Jets, and you know, I have to put my socks on and my shoes. Like, yeah. this is shit. Yeah. I was like, I like just walking out. And same with me running. I do barefoot running. Mm. That's one less thing I have to worry about. That's one less bit of resistance. On that yeah. tough day, when you're not feeling like it, you've got one less excuse you're ready to go instead of going, okay, now I, I, I want to run, but I can't be fucked sort of thing. Now I've got to put my socks on, my shoes on, then I've got to go there. It's like, no, I can just run. Mm. That's what they say too. Like people usually go for a run once to get their shoes on, but now yeah. you've conditioned yourself just to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, just, it's just, yeah, make, make things, make bad habits have a lot of resistance. Mm. Make good habits Minimal resistance. Yes. <laughs> that, that's, that's as simple as that. Like, seriously. Uh, great example is you watch too much TV. You sit on your couch. You're doing unconsciously watching TV. Hide your remote. Put it in the other room. Mm. Or unplug the TV and hide the remote. So now if you really want to watch that TV, yeah. this is off Atomic Habits. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's like, uh, okay, now I've got to sit on the couch, but I've got to go flick the PowerPoint on and put the cord in mm. and I've got to go put the batteries back in the remote or something. And yeah. now you've just made it harder to do something that's not desirable. Exactly. That's why now, because I used to be big on snacks. I don't yep. buy any snacks in my house. Like my house has zero snacks. Yes. Otherwise, if, if I you really want it, you have to I get have out to of go. your way. Yes, And I'm bro. sitting there, I'm like, I'm going to fucking go on the Woolies. <laughs> yes. But if you had it there, you'd probably go and eat it. I'd be smashing like chips, no chocolate. And it's just like... Yeah, it comes down to self-discipline, but at the same time, you just got to eliminate some things sometimes. Absolutely, It's man. just like, why even have that mental battle anyway when you yes. can just get rid of it and not even face that challenge? Yeah, I love that, man. And that, that book is probably one of the best books I've ever read, I think. It's yeah. so smart. It is, like, because he does so many different explanations for habits. Like, when we talked about earlier, too, like, build a good habit on the bad habit, and the yep. bad habit will win itself out as well. Yeah, and yeah, And also yeah. what you just explained there, too. Like, there's so many in-depth things that we do just on a daily basis in terms of habits so yeah if you're listening i recommend that book yeah like, definitely that's a yeah and i'm not a big reader people so um if i read something like that it's good yeah. and wim hof method i've nearly read that three times that's a good book mm. and um yeah atomic habits do you do audio or do you read i'm reading that one read, yeah, yeah i'm a pretty slow reader i just cruise through it cruise, so yeah. um but audiobook's good but i think i might have audiobooked atomic habits yeah but still yeah. brilliant yeah, I, I do a bit of both. Like, I think, yeah, I don't really have a, like, a really set thing where I only listen to this type of book and I read this type of book. I just, I usually do two books at once. Like, at the moment. Yeah, so many people yeah. do, man. I have two or three going. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, listening to, I'm listening to one and reading a different one. Like, I'm reading The Alchemist. Yeah. And I'm listening to The Power of Letting Go. Yes. Yeah, so I'm just doing the both, but it's good because, like, when I'm driving, I'm like, all right, I can listen to this, learn this. I'm yep. like, at home and I'm wine. I can read The Alchemist. Nice. So, yeah, it's beautiful. No, have, you, have you read The Alchemist? No, no, not yet, no. I recommend now, like, yep. if, you're, if you're interested in books that have, like, a good meaning and purpose behind it and, like, a big wow factor, like, yep. The Alchemist is awesome. It's Sick. just, like, it's a storyline of, like, a fiction, but yep. it's, like, a real, really good meaning. Who does it? it? Who Do you know who? Paulo something. Okay. So it's The yep. Alchemist. His first name is Paulo. I know he's Brazilian, but I've got his last name. Yeah, it's some Sick. sort of Portuguese name or something. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. 
But I've seen you doing heaps of fucking exercise, um, especially as of late. Yeah, you're looking absolutely jacked. Thanks, and bro. You're doing, <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing, thank I'm you. admiring. Yeah, thank <laughs> you've you. You've been doing a lot of work, and you've been saying that helps a lot as well. Oh, massively, man. Um, honestly, uh, if there was one thing I could recommend everyone get into, it'd be yeah, definitely gym, and yeah, lifting weights seriously, and good diet, <laughs> and that's that shit changes your life, like <laughs> seriously, and it's just so good to take pride yeah. in your body your your i can't remember the saying exactly but your physical appearance is like um what is it it's like replicates or whatever like what you think of yourself mm. it's your physical opinion yeah of yourself you know what i mean so it's like what do you think of yourself well i want to be jacked and shredded and fit that's what i think of myself whereas if someone's like heavily overweight and sitting there and it's like i don't give a shit about myself yeah. I'm happy to stay like that. Like, yeah, you know like someone's I mean? physical form can be transparent into their mental. Yeah, 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 absolutely, man. It's just confidence. If you look at yourself and you feel good, because mm. you look good, you're gonna feel good. You know, what I mean, yeah. their confidence just comes comes from that. So it's a big thing. From it helps me bring out a lot of confidence. The juggling mm. and the exercise have been my biggest confidence mm. boosters and stuff. They're they're my little secrets <laughs> to feeling, um, yeah, confidence. So yeah. I love them. They're just um. You know, but like, even if you, I guess you took that away, you're still going to be confident because you've built all that confidence up mm. as well. And just knowing what you've, yeah. Like even from. if you take like a day or two off gym, it's not like you lose all your confidence for taking no, a day or no, two no, off. No, no, like no way. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah, exactly right. But it's like, yeah, it's like as soon as I put those juggling balls in my hand, I become a different person. I literally feel this shift, like something else takes over. I'm yeah. like, oh, yes. I'm like, <laughs> I fucking love it. It's just this... Yeah. yeah, it's it's insane what it what it's done for my life. Like Different that that gear. might yeah that yeah it does man. That might not happen for everyone, mm. but there's going to be something out there like when you just find your your true passion, whatever you touch and go into, it's like. You know, like your mm. your your job. Once you go there, you probably feel like a different person because you're like, I know I'm good at this. Yeah, I can help you, mm. and I know I'm gonna, and you just feel confident in yourself because you know you're good at what you do. Yeah, and that can I be do. anything for any job. You know, mm. like that can be someone they get on the podcast and go, I know I'm great at podcasts, mm. and all of a sudden you feel this confidence come over you. Yeah, hundred so, percent. Yeah, it's embodying that too. And yes, like um, giving yourself those affirmations and um, mm. confirmations. So, because I first started this podcast, like I was nervous as shit. Yeah, like, who's going to listen to me? Like I wasn't. Like I wasn't really confident in my message. I wasn't confident in myself to be a podcaster. Yep. I was like, I'll start it, see where it goes. But now, like episode twenty one, nice. I just feel like I've embodied it. Yes. Like I was like, feels I'm, normal. I'm, like I don't say like, oh, I do a podcast. Like no, I am a podcaster. Sick man. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's embodying owning it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Owning it. So that's I love that's that. where the confidence builds up. And also self-love as well, because then you appreciate so much about what you're doing as well. Yeah. I know that's huge for you too, like self-love and that journey. Self-loves. Yeah, is the key to everything. Like I was saying before, like with the physical appearances, show, like doing, uh, and like I said, that day when I was like crying in the shower, it was like, because I've got so much self-love for myself now, it's like, mm. how the hell does anyone do that? Then that's, like I said, when it hit me, I started crying because I was like, yeah. wow, like I would never do that to myself now. Like, yeah, I might eat a bit of shit food once a week at the moment, which I was pretty bad like a few few months ago, just eating whatever. Yeah. Um, but now it's sort of like I was doing that because I was still looking good, but I was mm. starting to feel like shit and it started yeah. catching up to me. So now I'm like, okay, maybe once or twice a week I'll be able to eat something and get away with it. But but it's just like everything I do now, I look past that instant gratification. So before I eat crap food, I'll be like, okay, this might taste great, but what's it going to do to me 
20, 30 minutes later, I'm like, it's going to taste good, make me feel full or whatever, but now I'm going to feel like shit for hours. And then my like self-love sort of kicks in. It's like, okay, well, if you really loved yourself, you just have that bit of discipline to go take that extra bit of, bit of effort and make cook your food and have a healthy meal because you know that's going to make you feel good. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and, and it, it literally blows my mind like self-love is – the most important things. It's like, why would you, you've got this one vehicle to drive. Why would you want to do anything wrong to it? You want to put the best oil in it, the best fuel, yeah, the best affirmations, you know what I mean? Telling it how good it is over and over, like, you know, yeah. gas yourself up. Gas yourself yeah, up. Yeah, man, every day, like, tell yourself you're the sexiest man. Tell yourself you're the strongest man or, yeah. or you're the best at this. Like, tell yourself that and eventually, like they say, fake it till you make it. Mm. If you're telling yourself that, you're like, oh, dude, this dude's confident as hell. Yeah. He's saying it every day. And it's like, you just naturally become that. Mm, yeah, I did that 100%. for ages. I was like, I am confident. I am confident before I go to bed every night. And over like six months, I started becoming really confident. Mm. When I wasn't that before, I was like, fuck, like I've embodied yeah. that through through doing that. Yeah, so it's yeah. like you're um, rewiring your subconscious mind. Yes. Like you're conditioning yourself to believe that. 100%, Doesn't man. Doesn't mean it's fake. No. It's just, everything we do gets conditioned. Yep. So why not condition yourself to the things that you want to feel, the things that you want to do? It's that simple, man. The more yeah. you, the affirmations are extremely powerful too. Saying yeah. that stuff over and over again yeah. literally makes it manifest. <laughs> into it. So like if someone's yeah. saying they're shit and I can't do this, I can't do that and oh, I'm no good at that. Well, that's what's going to happen mm. automatically whether you want it to or not. Yeah. It's like, it's being aware and, and awareness is key, being aware of that yeah, because if you're not aware of it, mm. And you're just saying it like first thing a lot of people say when I try to teach them go to go to teach them juggling is they go I can't juggle. I'm like straight away you've got a limiting belief in your mind. We're about to remove that, and that's that's like that's just one thing juggling can do straight yeah. off the bat. It's like you think you can't do something. I'm about to show you you can do this. Everyone's capable. You got two arms. Yeah, we can do this. And then all of a sudden like oh shit I can do it. And mm. it's like yeah you can. Yeah. What else can you do in life that you told yourself you can't do? 100%. You know what I mean? And juggling's done that to me. There's been so many tricks I thought I could never do. Mm. And once I did that, I was like, oh, my God, I can do anything yeah. in this world if I really want. Because I've just – juggling has just shown me if I'm persistent yeah. and want something bad enough, yeah. you got to want it. You yeah, know what I mean? Do. It's like yeah. we can do anything. We can be millionaires if we want by the end of the year. Mm. But are you going to sacrifice and are you willing to do that? Yeah. Like we all say, yeah, I want to do that. But then it's like do you want to do that? Do you like really you really – you might have yeah. to do – 10 hours a day of just this and cut all your friends out mm. and not do that. Like there's a lot that's going to come with it. Yeah. Like we're but, all capable to do anything we want. Like yes. we could all literally be Elon Musk. Like yes, if we yes. really put in the hours, the time, the commitment into. Yep. No one wants to though. Like that's in it. that. Well, not, not no one. I shouldn't say that, but yeah, like not many people yeah. really are willing to, to sacrifice. Yeah. Like and not just being Elon, but just being like tapping into what you really want to do. Like you yes. can actually do it. She's going to believe in yourself, stay consistent and have patience yep, on the yep. journey. Exactly right. Same same thing with Jim. If you want to get jacked and fit and, and you want to be able to run fast, fast 10K or whatever, it's like mm. we're all capable. Yeah. But are you willing to get up each morning and do the, do the exercise and mm. be consistent, man? It's consistency is, is key yeah. for, for everything. It's like we can go put in a big week this week, but if we don't back it up, yeah week in week out you're not really going to get anywhere it's the same with mm. eating one healthy meal it's only going to yeah. do so much yeah exactly like it's <laughs> not it's not compounding no it's not <laughs> man exactly right and that's what i always say to people with the ice baths breath work like you do it once with me it's great 
like you're gonna feel amazing today, mm. but if you don't keep continuously take this method on, yeah, it's like we're gonna eat one healthy meal for the week and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Like you get something out of it, but you could get a lot more if you mm. be consistent with it. Yeah, because so the first ever time I did breath work and meditation, I wouldn't say the first. I tried to do it by myself, and I sh- I, it was a challenge because I couldn't really. I wasn't aware of of how to meditate. Like I'd sit there with my eyes closed and hum, but yep. I wouldn't get anything from it. Yeah. So the first time I really experienced it was like Sunday stillness. I did that event. Yeah. And after that, I was like, I need to keep doing this because, like, I feel on another level. Yeah, right. But then, obviously, yep. you keep doing that and, like... It gets that, better and better. Yeah, it gets better every yes. single time because yes. you connect. Like, last night, I put on the six... It was a um, six-hour video of wow. the pineal gland, fair die. Um, I forgot the frequency of the sound. Yeah. But it was just literally just that to help you with your fair die. And yep. I literally sat there, didn't take the headphones off at all, and just until I fell asleep... Like, I was just shifting through dimensions. Like, I wow. actually had thoughts coming to my mind. Yes. Like, things I forgot about, and I'm just picking just things up. Just dropping in. Yeah. Yeah, and that's cool. But not getting emotionally attached as well, being the observer, mm. and just letting the mind just run wild. That's sick. And when I had my eyes closed, I had this thought, and I was like, I'm sitting in the bed next to my missus and my two dogs in the room. Yeah. Like, in a house. And I'm like... I can close my eyes and go to a whole different world. Yes. I was like, this is insane. Isn't it, it, bro? Yeah, dude. Like, oh, it's, yeah. Breath work's something that that everyone needs to try. Yeah, Mm. like you said, that just reminded me. I remember doing a session in the bush one day and just doing like a DMT squeeze and I just snapped out of this world. I was just sitting there like, holy shit. I'm like, like you said, you just closed your eyes and like you said, you're with your dog and your missus laying there, but you're in another world. (laughs) I'm somewhere else. Yeah, you're somewhere else. (laughs) It's sick, man. It's freaking ridiculous. Like you, and that's, getting high on your own supply. We're so it okay. It's like, why do you need drugs if you mm. can just do it? You just got to put in that little bit of work. Yeah. But then like we said, that compounds into better things and then mm. you naturally feel better. You attract better people into your life, better better opportunities. Yeah. You start elevating mm. essentially. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Because like, even last night, I've been doing it for a while now. But even like the first 10 minutes, you still got to try and get through that mind yes. block because your mind's resisting it. Your yeah, mind's oh, like, we need ego, to think. man. Yeah, yeah ego. We yeah. need to think. We need to be analytical. We yeah. got to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there like yes. just thinking about some build that I've got to pay and shit. I'm like, this is not the now. This yes. Is, I'm not present. <laughs> yeah, you got to warm up, man. Yeah, it's like a run. Yeah. Your first 10 minutes, you feel like shit. And then your body starts getting in the zone and, you, and you, you're warmed up, man. Same mm. with the gym and juggling. You hit the zone. Mm. Same with meditation. It's going to get past that 10, 15, 20 minutes in, then you go mm. into another, you go into the, the, the zone. And Have you ever any like profound experiences with meditation or breath work? That one in the bush that time was really cool. Um, I was like, I could just live like this, man. Mm. I was just sitting there by myself with like nothing, like just had shorts on, I think, just sitting in the bush. And mm. yeah, that, that was powerful. Um, oh, actually one time... Same deal, the uh, all or nothing personality, man. When I first came across the Wim Hof method, I did like, mm. I think I did nine rounds of it. And mm. like, you do like three to four and you feel incredible. Mm. But I did like nine. It took me so long to do. And I, yeah. I've never done it again, like, because it just took so much effort. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've done like five and six and stuff, which yeah. is great. But like, I think it was nine and it took a lot. I was doing like three minute breath holds and shit. Yeah, shit. And I got up and I was like, I feel off my head. Yeah. I still to this day, my whole body was tingling. I was warm and I felt like I just had the, the perfect amount of oxycodone mm. dose, like as high as I've been on that stuff. Yeah. I was like, I feel the same. Mm. And I was like this, it only lasted maybe 15, 20 minutes, but I was like, everything in life is mint. Mint, yeah. I was like, this is perfect. Was everything now, like bright and intense. Everything was just yeah. perfect, man. And I was so content within myself. And I was just like, that was just extremely... Yeah powerful but mm-hmm. like i said like 
yeah, it took a lot of work to get there, but like I still do, and and we can't go chasing the dragon too with these are things. Like I could oh, probably yeah. go do nine rounds tonight, and mm. I might not get that. Yeah, and then if you're going, I want that, and then you just get heartbroken because you got expectations. Yeah. So I just got to take it for what it was. And no go, expectations. I had no expectations. Yeah. I had a great time. I may get higher, I may not, but that's not the point of it. We're doing it for just to, for the the health and mm. to feel good, but. Like, I think that's why it wasn't working for me at the start because I always expected it to make me feel a certain way. Yes. But now I just let I just become the observer of my mind and just let it run like Let it do fun. what it needs to do, man. You might do a few – like that round we did before we started, man, I felt mm. great. Like I wasn't expecting anything and just felt like got a good buzz out of it. And yeah. I was like, you know, um, just sometimes you just got to accept it for what it is. And you might go smash four or five rounds and get nothing. The next day you might do three rounds of Wim Hof and feel maybe mm. better. It's just like yeah. just don't have expectations around expectations, things. It just yeah. destroys you, man. Because I remember the first time, you ever done like Tibetan sound bowls? Don't think so, no. No, so I did a Tibetan sound bowl. So I went to Sunday Stillness. I think this is what really prepped my mind. So I went to yep. Sunday Stillness, did the meditation breath work there. So I think my mind was just relaxed and accepting of – what was about to come. <laughs> yep. So I went to this um, lady in Budrum. She did this Tibetan sound bowl, like just loads of beds and blankets, and she was in the middle just tapping the bowls and talking. I'm not even kidding. I'm sitting there with my eyes closed, just chilling. She's talking. I'm like, all right. And then out of nowhere, snap. Whole, everything just goes pitch black. Yep. And all I see is a glow in the dark, like butterfly flying in the dark. Wow. And it's just floating and floating and floating. And then I felt like that was like my soul floating. Yeah, wow. At the end of this dark room was a little light. And the butterfly was flying towards it. And as it was flying towards it, it went into the hole, squeezed through. And when it squeezed through, it was flying over like a tropical rainforest. And I was just in that. I felt like I was in that forever. Now I woke up from the sound bowl. I am. Um, I got like given this um, like an acai bowl, like a little mini one, just to get some fluids and um, energy back in the body. So I driving home, started vomiting. Got home up the whole night, vomiting, shitting, sweating, nonstop. End up having to go to the hospital. I was in the hospital for about like eight hours. So I had Holy to get two shit. bags of fluids. Yep. Then I spoke with the lady that facilitated it. And she goes, your body just had to cleanse. Mm. You just cleanse. Just purge something out. Purge a lot of energy. Wow. And then, f- then after analyzing it, what I brought it back to was that butterfly in the dark room yep. was my old self, the mm. darkness. And it was flying into the light of who yeah. I am in the present. And it was like letting go of that and leaving it behind. Coming wow. Wow. And like that moment, it was like, it was a big life changer for me. Yep. I was like, this was fucking. You just shedded that whole <laughs> yeah. old, old rebir- like, rebirth, basically. I cut, I, like I use the analogy of like the new, not the new me, the present me is at the top of a mountain holding a rope. Yep. And then there's someone dangling over <laughs> on the bottom of the, um, like over the mountain cliff holding yep. the rope. And that's the old me. Yeah, you just let go. Just cut it. Like, Fuck See you. ya. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. See you later. Yeah. I love that. That's the power of like breath work. Yeah. And not even like the Tibetan wasn't breath work. It was just like a meditation. Meditation, but took you really deep. Yeah, yeah. And that's the power of it because like if you asked, if you told me to do that years ago, I would have said no. No way. But I think, you know, people should just give stuff ago yeah like, definitely give it a crack you know you never know what you might get out of it 100 percent. just and i always say like a thing in my life is always try things twice you know what yeah. i mean like um because the first time's just you just don't know yeah <laughs> like you know yeah. what i mean it could be it could have been the best thing and then the next time you might not like it yeah or the first time might have been shit but then you try it again and you like it because yeah. it's like with juggling or whatever it's like the first time you try it, you're not gonna be good at it but the second time you might you more than likely we'll see an improvement and then you might start to like it more. Mm. And it's like, you could have been great at that, but you just didn't give it that extra chance because your first experience wasn't that. Extra chance. Yeah, just yeah. an extra chance. You know, I think two times is good. That's just a good to, rule. Yeah, just yeah. just to 
so you can really gauge. Your mood might have been down that day. Your mood might have been up. It's like, mm. let's yeah, just just try things. I think the first Twice. day you're probably expecting too much, and then mm. it doesn't meet your level expectation. And that's why you probably just walk out and be like, no, nah, I'm not doing it. Yeah. And the second time you go, and you're probably like, all right, one more chance, and then you actually might get the value out of it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah, I think I think it's it's pretty important just to whatever it may be. Mm. Um. Yeah, just have a crack at it. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. So live life elevated. When did that start? Then um, what's, what's so the that? that started in, I think it was March last year. So it's been about a year, but there has been a big shift. So the direction I've been heading lately, like there has been a bit of a shift. Like I'm still doing that, but it's sort of like definitely being pushed to the side now. Um, and I love it. It's always going to be important to me. You know, I love showing people that and taking them through their, their first experience of that. I really do mm. love doing that. Um, but yeah, that's definitely been sort of just, just pushed to the side and the focus has come into the juggling entertainment Nice. now. That's been my main focus, um, purely like I seek growth and with my business live life elevated, I was like, okay, I love this. It's great. But I'm like, where am I going with this? Oh, okay. Yeah. Where can I keep elevating myself? And I was like, there's not much more like mm. that I could see really that I could really keep going. So I was like, okay, if I go into juggling, I always, like, this is one of the biggest reasons I had, like, what's the word, an epiphany, like a massive realisation or yeah. whatever. With juggling, it hit me a few months ago. I'm like, I feel like I understand why I've been put into juggling now. It's like to face a big fear yeah. of pressure and getting up in front of people yeah. and having yeah. eyes on me and doing it. Like, And now I've, I've had to build confidence yeah. and heaps of confidence within myself is that something that goes away or you just build more strength and let's just say you just become more comfortable within yourself that you still feel the emotion but it's not as a worry anymore because you're confident enough that you can still do it? Mm, I think, yeah, I think like there's always going to be like that little bit of nerves or something before you do it in front of people or whatever but it's like if you're so confident in yourself and you know what you mm. can do, um, you sort of – you just trust yourself. I yeah. think that's what it's come to. It's like knowing you just go, okay, I know I'm good enough to do this. Mm. Um, and then just sort of owning that. Yeah. And that's where I've sort of had to get to. I'm like, okay, like, you know, and if I drop or whatever, I don't care anymore. I'm just like, you know, it is what it is. You're doing your best and you drop. Yeah. Like it's it's one of those things that's inevitable. It's freaking juggling like you're gonna drop <laughs> shit loads of times that's why i love your account because you don't only just post content of you juggling like a million times yeah like here's me i'm fantastic like you do show the behind the scenes raw version yeah too. yeah it's, yeah it's the amazing. anger that, yeah. that comes up and, and, the, and like yeah. yeah if you yeah if you're losing it or whatever and um that just know. shows the growth that comes with it yeah as well like you see behind the scenes and what actually is put towards and to get into where you want to be. Mm, it's important because a lot of people don't see it. Like they see it at the circus and they see these perf perfect acts a lot of the mm. time. It's good when you see someone at the circus drop. Yeah. Because it's like they're human, you know what I mean? And like um, my kinesiologist said to me is she's like, you're more than an entertainer, you're a teacher. She's like, you're out on the streets, like if I'm busking or something and you're dropping. She goes, it's showing people it's okay to be vulnerable and you're showing them that we're not perfect. Mm. And you know what I mean? It's like it's good to, to show that. And yeah. like I said, it, it, you're giving permission for that. It's like, okay, you don't need to be perfect and people yeah. make mistakes. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, so that, that, that was the biggest thing for me was learning is and is learning to overcome pressure and being able to go, okay, everyone stop and look at me. Mm -hmm. I'm going to perform. 
and control myself yeah. and not get shaky. Because I remember the first time I walked out in front of heaps of people, even though they weren't there to watch me, but I stood in front of heaps of people and I was like fucking shaking and shit. Mm. And they weren't there deliberately watching me. I just put myself in that position. I was yeah. like, oh shit, what is going on? And I started, and I took the clubs out and I was juggling. I was like, why did I bring the clubs? I'm like, this is going to be fucking so hard. Mm. Like I'm all over the place. And I started doing it. And it's like just having it so hard wide that you, you're automatically doing it. Yeah. And I would have dropped or whatever, but like I got a huge buzz after it because it was like mm. you've just faced one of your fears. I've you know what I mean? That. Yeah, you just walked out there and <laughs> did it. Even though, like I said, it wasn't all eyes on you for that, but you made it clear you wanted to be watched. You stood in the middle of everyone. Yeah. There's probably 50 people there or mm. whatever. And um, so that's been a big thing for me because I used to be quite shy and juggle off in the corner. Now yeah. I want everyone to s- stop and look at me. I love yeah, it. Like, like I just love the attention. So it's cool. like um, – yeah. Yeah, and that's it's what's amazing. drawn me into that area. It's like makes sense. Back in school, I used to always love the attention and want to get in trouble or whatever. Now it's yeah. like, okay, let's do this in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do it and entertain people yeah. and bring joy and inspire people instead of, um, yeah. So that's so true because when we did it, when you taught me at the start under the bridge, yeah, like we did it like under the bridge where everyone walks. Yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah. everyone was so happy about it. They love it, man. Everyone was just loving it. Like yeah, they so don't much. see it. They don't yeah. see it. And they're just like, you just, br- it brings out your inner child it too. Does, it really yeah. connects you. You're just playing, you're having fun. Your having brain is just, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> sick, man. It does so many things for our brain and exercise. And um, like I said, create new neural connections, it's improving intelligence, hand eye coordination, mm. all sorts of amazing things. Um, so I went home and I taught me um, my partner Rhiannon yep. the juggling too. I was like, I learned this, you need to learn it too. Yep. So I learned it and they created that bond between those two yes. to do that and we're having fun together. Yep. I was like, this is just bloody amazing. It is, man. It's the most simplest things. It's like, <laughs> let's throw objects in the air and catch them. And <laughs> you're just like, literally, that's it. That's it. Like yeah. in, in words, like I'm going to throw this in the air and catch it and then yeah. throw more in the air. And it's like, and you just have the best time ever. It's like, holy shit. Like yeah. it's, it's, I highly recommend everyone listening to this. Yeah have a go at juggling twice at least you know what i mean like just pick it up and learn go on youtube video or or feel free to shoot me a message or Mm -hmm. something like that and um yeah i'd I'd love to see some more people doing it because yeah yeah, it's definitely a life change it can be life changing so many benefits yeah yeah the concentration side of it too absolutely man yeah Yeah, it's sick do you have any um like do you have any visions for the juggling as well? Like, or are you just focusing on now and just trying to progress? Just, your just keep progressing and just putting myself out there to to places for entertainment and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And um, yeah, and I sort of want to start putting together a bit of a show. Um, that's where that's where the next step of a lot of growth is, and it scare it does scare the shit out of me a bit. You know, what yeah. I mean, like having a show that I've put together and performing that is yeah. is daunting. It's like. Because, like, what I do, like, I've been doing a few gigs on the weekends and stuff, and it's just roving. So you just walk around and juggle. Yeah. It's like, you just do what I do. You know what I mean? I can do whatever I want and mm-hmm. still doing tricks where you drop and you're doing hard stuff, whatever. But, like, putting a show yeah. together is like you want to hit everything on point. Mm. That's where it's going to be a lot of growth. Yeah, 100%. Being able to compose yourself in a situation like that. <laughs> yeah. So I'd, I'd love to be able to support in any way. Cause yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's awesome. That would be amazing, man. Yeah. I'd definitely, um, yeah, definitely love to have some friends there and stuff like yeah. that. And, um, yeah, it's that that that's where i really want to get to is being able to just perform like that and have my own show and stuff like that would be incredible you get some good content having like a professional videographer and photographer just get real time shots of you doing it mm. i think that'd be epic yeah i think i think there's there's a yeah definitely a lot you can video content wise you can make with juggling yeah. would be sick i think you can make some really cool stuff yeah 100 percent. yeah it's, it's awesome 
Um, so before we wrap this up, do you have anything you'd like to add for our listeners here? Try, definitely have a go at breath work. Mm. Try breath work for sure. Um, if you've got the courage, highly recommend an ice bath as well. Even yeah. if it's done once, purely for the growth factor of facing that fear. Mm. Um, it is beneficial to do regularly, but even if you just go in there and tackle it once or twice, whatever, there's a lot of growth in that of facing that fear. Yeah, Breath work, take on regularly. That's incredible. Um, try juggling at least twice, like I said. Even yeah. if you just want to learn the three ball cascade and just nail that, it's a great skill to have and you've developed, you know, you've given your brain stimulation. It's very powerful. Mm. And I highly recommend taking on um, weight training sure yeah. it's it's very important um and like i said look after that body that self-love and just constantly conditioning your body is just going to help you live longer live a better quality life if you feel good you're naturally going to attract better things into your life 100 percent. So, you know that is mm, yeah so true you know you yeah. build that good energy within you you're yes attract it it's to just going to keep coming back mm. your way and it's going to make your life a lot easier you're going to feel better about yourself and just better people come in like your it's environment will change whether it's physically or your perspective one way it'll change absolutely yeah it's like um yeah like basically life externally what's projected to you is what you're holding within yourself so yeah. if you're holding confidence and love and beautiful things that's just what has to come to you it's just the law and that's, you what, what, you, that's what you're gonna see as well yes like you could be in like somewhere you know probably not the most beautiful spot i'm not gonna name places but yeah you know what i mean but you can see it as beautiful Yes. You know, because like your internal can have that perspective on it. Absolutely, man. Yeah. And when my moods change, I start seeing shit change. Like I said, with the sensitivity, like how yeah. sensitive I've come. If my something's happened to me and my <laughs> energy's off, I see it very quickly mm. and shit just starts happening. Like yeah. the other day, um, <laughs> something happened and um, I won't go into too many details about everything, but it was like um, I sort of tapped into a bit of low energy shit and, you know, I came home, my tire was flat on my car, my package mm. of juggling balls got stolen. Um, yeah. I got sick all in a, all in a period of like a day Yeah, and <laughs> just wow. started going downhill rapidly. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. And I sort of had to tap into that and go like, okay, I spoke to one of my energy ladies and she sort of gave me the knowing around mm. what I tapped into. And I was like, fuck. I didn't yeah. know, and that sort of threw a spanner in my works about yeah. stuff. I was like, wow, like that's how quick things can change. But it's like if you start doing the right things, yeah, uh, opportunities just come flying at you and just amazing things happen. That's it. Like when something like frustrating happens or anything like that, you just got to attack it with like a good intention, positivity. Yep. Move it on as quick habit. as you can. Exactly. Like <laughs> I'll give a little example as well. This morning I left because <clears throat> um, my car is getting fixed. Like the sensor issue, I won't go into it, but yeah. the car's getting fixed. So my missus is driving my car just because she's only asked to drive to like the gym and back because she works from home. Anyway, so I'm driving her car. So I'm driving and then like 10 minutes down the road and I realise, oh, she left all the softball gear in the car because yep. she plays softball. She's got training. Oh, I've got to turn around, turn around, go back. And I was like, cool, dropped it off. Started driving back up again. I got about 15 minutes up the road again. Like I left my work phone at home. Yeah, see so this back and forth. <laughs> back, when I was walking to the door, like I was, I had this energy about me where I'm just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I was like, well, hold up, breathe. It's all good. Accept yep. it. You can't change it. Yep. It's okay. And I went inside, I got the phone. And I was like, all right, cool, I'm, I'm fine. And just got in the car and drove. But it's just like have no awareness within yourself to be like, all right, cool, what can I do to change this feeling? Respond to Respond, it Respond yeah. instead of reacting, instead mm -hmm. of just losing your mind and going like, why me? Yeah. You know, just Feeling being stressed. like owning it and going, okay, like, 
this is res- how can I respond to this to make it better? What can I do now? Yeah, yeah. instead of just losing it. Yeah, mm. then once like they say, like higher, higher emotion, lower intelligence. Yeah, like, if you're angry, your intelligence is going to drop. You know what I mean? Like when that emotion's hide, and same with love, man. When you yeah. get like deep in love, it's like you become silly. You know mm. what I mean? You start seeing red flags, but you just put the blinkers on. You're like, yeah. I don't see <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, we do it. You know what I mean? And, so, and then you have your good friends come in and they'll yeah. be like, and they can talk you through it because they can see you through the bullshit. That makes so much sense. That's probably why, not probably, that's why monks are so wise. They're full of wisdom. Yeah. Because, you know, their mind's so calm and mm. they full high intellect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's it's crazy what happens when we, we hit those high emotions. Hey, it's just mm. like. Yeah, and like you said, they're probably so balanced that balanced, they can just yeah. think, think so clear. Yeah, 100%. Oh, awesome. That was a good way to finish, was, brother. Yeah, that was good, um, man. Stoked. Where can everyone find you? Um, so probably I've got my business pages, Live Life Elevated. Um, but like I said, that's sort of pushed to the side a bit at the moment. So um, you can add me on my personal page, which is Will Stonehouse. Mm. Um, and can we put a link in the – Yeah, I'll thing? chuck in there. Yeah, we'll chuck, yeah, chuck it in there. And, um, yeah, so that's my personal – page but it's got all my juggling and sort of everything about my life on there and um yeah feel free to shoot a message yeah got any questions about anything or whatever yeah yeah awesome well i highly recommend it i thank you brother i appreciate you coming on thank you man appreciate it and yeah tune in um leave a review and anything else would be appreciated and send love to you all see you later